0: Hey everyone, welcome to the New Hope Radio and the Hope Club Podcast, where you can get God's Word anytime on demand, the Hope Club Podcast, anywhere podcasts are found. You know, there are many, many things that we have the privilege of learning about God. Think of how big God is. He's like infinite, Right? The Bible compares him to a multifaceted diamond, a diamond with many sides to it, and it'll take an eternity to get to know him fully, but we're doing our best to learn about him right here, down here on the earth, and I think if you see it as a privilege, you'll develop develop more of a desire to want to know him. You know, especially the day that we're living in, it's a privilege to learn these things about God because number one, many of the things we learn now, they were not revealed to the Old Testament believers. They weren't. They didn't have an understanding of Christ. They knew the hope of glory. That was called mystery doctrine. They didn't know about that. They didn't have a sense of the actual church as the body of Christ, like we know it today. They weren't grounded in these spiritual gifts that the New Testament talks about. They had what's called the endowment of the Spirit, where the Holy Spirit came upon certain people for tasks that they did. The judges, the craftsmen on the tabernacle. But then the Spirit was that was only a temporary filling. But today we have the indwelling, which is a permanent indwelling of the Spirit on all believers. So that's why it's a privilege for us today. And then secondly, if you think about it, all the religions of the world do not depict what we are learning. They don't. They're clueless with regard to the things that we're learning today in God's Word. And this is why our series on Bible Basics is so important. It is. We've got to know, as God's people, the basics of the Bible, why we believe what we believe, and then have the ability to share it, give a reason for the hope that is in us. You know, it's one thing to say you believe, it's another thing to be able to explain what you believe. It's very important. Now, One of the most important doctrines that we can learn concerning the Christian walk is the fact that Jesus Christ is our advocate. Now, that's not a term that we hear a lot on Sunday mornings, but it's basic Bible doctrine. Christ is our advocate. And this is another one of those teachings that makes up the foundation of our faith. It's one of those doctrines that are very personal to ourselves as well. That's why I like this one, because it's personal. So we're going to dig right in. What does it mean, Christ is our advocate? Well, the general meaning of advocate is one who undertakes in the cause of another person, right? That's an advocate. We can find that in social welfare programs, We can find that in the medical field. One who undertakes in the cause of another. We can find that judicially as well. The Greek word parakletos has often been translated for the Holy Spirit. Parakletos. That's the word for advocate, and it's also the word for the Holy Spirit. In John 14, 16 Jesus promised his disciples that he would send the Spirit. He said to them, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may be with you forever. Now that word helper is para It's a compound word. Para means alongside. Kletos means to call. To call alongside. So he's given, one of the names of the spirit is the helper. A helper is one you call alongside to help. You know what I think of? I visualize when I hear that word AAA. Do you have AAA for your car? If you get a flat tire, or you ran out of gas, or you broke down, you call AAA, right? And what do they do? They come alongside, and they charge your battery, they fix your flat, they give you gas, whatever you need right? They come to help you. So I want you to think of the Holy Spirit as your parakletos. That's what Jesus said. He's coming to help you. And then Jesus describes the ministry of the Spirit. He said, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. Now, did you ever wonder, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, how did they ever remember everything Jesus said? And they wrote it all down in the Gospels, like especially Luke, because he wasn't there. Luke didn't walk with the disciples. He did research. And how is it then that Matthew, Mark, and John, they could write down all these sermons that Jesus gave? How do they remember that? Well, Jesus said it. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. So the Holy Spirit was instrumental in the inspiration of the Scriptures with the Gospel writers, okay? That's how they remembered, through the advocacy of the Holy Spirit. And by the way, I think he helps us that way, too. Did you ever share your faith with someone and then you were done? When when you're finished, you were like, Wow, I didn't even know I knew all that. (laughs) How how did you impress yourself so much? Because the Holy Spirit brought to your remembrance things you learned, you probably even forgot. But he brought them out at the right time. Okay? So in John 16:13, Jesus said, The Spirit comes and He's going to be the truth revealer. When the helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, that is, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify about me. Okay? So what we're saying is, at least in this instance of our message, the Holy Spirit is the advocate, the helper for the disciples in writing Scripture, and he's also our advocate in helping us to remember the things that we've learned. Now, finally, in John 15, 16, the Spirit testifies of Jesus. He said, when the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, Spirit of Truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify about me. So, again, advocacy represents divine enablement and assistance. Okay? Now, when it comes to Christ, this word is inadequate in describing his adequa- uh, advocacy for us, okay? Jesus is more than what the Holy Spirit was as far as being our advocate. And what I want us to do today is look at three aspects of Christ, our advocate. Watch how nice and simple, and you're going to learn some good things today. Christ our advocate number 1 his earthly ministry now Jesus ministered for 3 years to the people of his day and right before he left his disciples in the world he promised another advocate the holy spirit and Jesus said in John 14:16 i will ask the father and he will give you another helper, that he may be with you forever. Now, what did Jesus mean when he said, I'll ask the Father and he'll give you another helper? Well, the word another is the word alos, A-L-L-O-S, and it means different, but of the same kind. I'm going to send you another helper. He's going to be different from me but he's going to be like me, okay? Now, there's another word for another. It's the word heteros, and that means another of a different kind, okay? So, let me give you an example. You have two fruits, but one's a Macintosh apple, and one's a delicious apple. That's alas, okay? You have two fruits, but they were of the same kind. They're both apples. They're different kinds of apples, but they're both apples. Now, heteros, you've got two fruits, but one's an orange and one's a lemon. So they're heteros, two fruits, but they're different from each other. Okay? With allos they were both apples. But with heteros, they were different fruits completely from each other. Okay? That's why we have the word heterosexual. Male, female. Believe it or not, they are completely different from each other. And it seems like nowadays the lines are getting blurred, aren't they? <laughs> they are. They're, they're, now it's no longer just like black and white. Now it's gray. Well, that's another story that we're not going to get into today. So Jesus says, I'm going to send another helper, Alas. He's going to be like me, which means he's divine. But he's going to be different from me because he's the third person of the Godhead. Okay? So alas means the Holy Spirit is like Jesus. He's God also, implying that the ministry of Christ will be continued by the Holy Spirit in being our advocate. The Spirit's going to come and do basically the same thing for God's people that Jesus did. Jesus advocated when he was on the earth in the flesh, but the Spirit will come and he'll advocate for us in the Spirit. But he is divine just like Christ, okay? So that's the earthly ministry. Now, wait a minute. Christ advocacy, it continues today. But where's Jesus? Oh, he's in heaven. Yep. Yep. But the apostle John he said in first John 2 1, My little children, and he's not teaching Sunday school, he's talking to the congregation. My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. See, that's why we have the, the God's Word to teach us to walk straight. Why? This blessing and walking straight. There's blessing in the narrow road that leads to life. You know, in Psalm 1, David said, if you want to be blessed, don't take the path of the wicked. Don't sit in the seat of the scoffers. Don't hang around with sinners, you know, but have your delight to be in the Word of God. So he's saying, the Bible continues to direct us in a healthy, proper direction, And John is saying the same thing. John is saying, listen, I'm writing to you so you don't fall into sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Who is it? Jesus Christ, the righteous. Now, the word advocate, there it is again, parakletos. Christ in heaven is our parakletos, our helper. He's the one that comes alongside to help us. He's our aid. When does he help us? When we sin. So Jesus is our advocate in a legal sense, okay? But he never, I like this, he never assumes the role of a prosecutor. He doesn't. He doesn't prosecute his people before his father's throne. He advocates for us. He comes to our aid Actually, you know who the prosecutor is right. That devil, that dirty devil, he's the prosecutor. He's the accuser of the brethren. He's the one that brings our faults to God and says, "Look at them. Look at those people down there. They're walking all over the bloodiest sun. How can you? How, how? Why don't you just extinguish them?" And Jesus stands up and advocates for us. But you see this work of the devil? It's going to end one day. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. This prosecution of Satan is going to end. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 10, John said, And I heard a loud voice in heaven, and it was saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God And the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, he who accuses them before our God. What? Day and night. By day and by night, Satan accuses the people of God to God. But when Satan accuses, Jesus defends. Okay? Satan presents the sin. Jesus presents the blood. Because what is the blood? It's the payment for the sin. So here's the question. If Jesus is our advocate in heaven, and he defends us, and his blood is the purchase price to atone for our sin, can can one's salvation be lost Let's think about that now. Let's be honest. Let's not walk down denominational lines. And let's be honest. Christ is our advocate. He shed his precious blood. He atoned for the sins of the world. Can our salvation be lost? Not if Christ atoned for it, how can it be? Wouldn't that be trampling the blood of Christ underfoot? Wouldn't that be saying his his precious blood wasn't sufficient to secure our salvation? That the accuser of the brethren can actually remove our salvation? May it never be. See, the death of Christ secures the believer's release from the judgment of that sin. Jesus took our judgment. So Paul said to the Roman church in Romans 8.1, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. What does it mean to be in Christ Jesus? It means that I accepted him by faith as my Savior, that I believe That he's God, come in the flesh, lived as a man, died on a cross, shed his blood, buried in a tomb, rose on the third day, ascended into heaven. I believe that. And now I'm not condemned because Christ took my condemnation. Didn't John say, he that believes is not condemned? But he that believes not is condemned already. Because he has not believed in the only begotten Son of God. So think about it. We're born condemned. And when you believe, the condemnation is removed. And therefore, your salvation is secure. So we're not condemned because we sin. We're condemned because we're born. We're born with a sin nature. We're born alienated from God. And it's through faith in Christ that that judgment is removed, the condemnation is taken away, and now we stand righteous. Before God, and my salvation is secure because I've been redeemed with the precious blood of Christ. And Jesus is in heaven right now as my advocate, He's defending me. He's still got the scars in His hands. Father, I shed my blood, I paid for those sins. It's a done deal. See, is it any wonder Satan tried to prevent Jesus from going to the cross? I think he had some tactics. He used Herod to kill all the two-year-old baby boys in Bethlehem, trying to knock out Jesus. And then later on, Satan, he tempted Christ in the wilderness, get him to sin against his father, even turning stones into bread. That would have disqualified him. And then he tried to beat him to death through the Roman soldiers to keep him from getting to the cross. But Jesus got to the cross, didn't he? And then he said those words, It is finished. And the atonement for the sins of the world has been made, and all those who believe will find forgiveness with God. So now he is called Jesus Christ, the righteous, in 1 John 2.1. And he is our advocate. And matter of fact, you know, he's not only our advocate, but he's the advocate for the whole world. Think about that. The atonement that Jesus made, it reached from the Garden of Eden all the way to the end of the Millennial Kingdom. Wow! That's a long stretch of time. And Jesus died for all those people from the garden till the end of the kingdom. And why did he do that? Because God so loved the world that he gave his his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. See, the potential for salvation is worldwide. It's not limited to a few, to some special people. It's worldwide. Christ died for the sins of the world. God so loved the world that he sent his son. The reality is not being lucky enough, fortunate enough to be picked. The reality is in the potential, that anybody and everybody has the potential to be saved, should they believe on Christ as their Savior. So there are two judgments for people. There's the judgment of the great white throne, where those who rejected Christ would receive their eternal sentence into the lake of fire. And then there's the cross of Christ where our judgment was placed upon him. And this is why he is our legal advocate in heaven. And he defends us before the accuser of the brethren. Okay? So you're either going to be judged at the great white throne or you're going to be judged at the cross. Now, if you're judged at the cross, that means Christ took your punishment and you've been forgiven. But if you judged at the great white throne, well, you didn't give your punishment to Jesus, you kept it. And you'll receive it for all of eternity in the lake of fire. That's simple. It's that simple. So in Hebrews seven twenty-five, Hebrews says, Therefore, speaking of Christ, he is able also, oh I like this part, to save Forever, there it is again. He is able to save forever those who draw near to God through Him, since He always lives to make intercession for them. There's the security of our salvation. We're saved forever by drawing near to God, and Christ keeps us saved. That's another thing, we don't keep ourselves saved that's the work of God. God started it, and God will finish it. And that's why he makes intercession for us. So never doubt the certainty of your salvation. Don't do that. Because you know what that'll do? That'll distort your perception toward life. It'll distort your perception toward yourself. And it'll put you walking on eggs. Oh, you'll never be free. No. You've got to realize your salvation is a gift from God for accepting Christ as your Savior. And God is the one who keeps you secure. And by the way, the Holy Spirit, Ephesians 4.30, seals you until the day of redemption. So you seal, that means you're marked out as belonging to God. You belong to God. Christ is your advocate. You're indwelt by the spirit and sealed by the spirit. So it's like you got the whole trinity working in your behalf. The whole trinity. And no one is able to snatch you out of the father's hand. So, you know, the issue of salvation is very important. And that's why Christ, our advocate, it's a very personal doctrine because it affects us individually, that Jesus is your advocate. He defends you. He helps you. He intercedes for you. He keeps you safe. He keeps you saved. He sent the Holy Spirit to indwell you. He sent the Holy Spirit to make you mindful of who Christ is, and what he's done for you, that the scriptures that you take into your heart, at the right time, the spirit can bring them out and it'll minister to you or it'll help you to minister to other people. Oh, we have a lot going for us. Don't take it lightly. This is the privilege, you see. See why living in this dispensation right now, oh, it's so much better. We have much more going for us than they did back in the Old Testament. And don't you think people need to hear these things? I don't know, I do. I think people need to know, hey, wait, they have an advocate. And it's Jesus Christ, the righteous. So listen, if you're not in the Hope Club, three bucks a week. If you skip a week, don't worry about it. Just pick it up next time. Go to newhoperadio.live. Click the menu bar. You'll get an email devotional Monday through Friday in your mailbox. And you'll give us $3 a week. And we're going to keep this on the air. You're going to keep the Hope Club podcast moving. we in 31 countries. Over 100 downloads last week, 112, I think, last week of our messages. Why? Because people are hungry for the Word of God. And you can be part of it. Be part of what God is doing through the Hope Club and the Hope Radio. Okay? Thank you for coming along. I hope this helps. I'll see you next time.